For Beyond Profit, a podcast of the ANA Center for Grand Purpose, I'm Ken Bolio. If there's any lingering doubt that operating with purpose is the new norm in business, then a new survey by the PR firm Porter Novelli should put that to rest. 85% of American businesses agree that they must do more than make money, and most also say that such a focus increases profit. Moreover, 89% of survey respondents think purpose-driven businesses have a competitive advantage, while nearly 90% agree a clear purpose makes it easier to attract and retain employees. A majority of business executives also think taking a stand on social issues, such as racial injustice, is the right thing to do because consumers demand it. However, 43% of executives say they don't know what to say or do given that different stakeholders want different things. To talk more about this research, I am joined today by Whitney Daly, Vice President at Porter Novelli, who leads purpose marketing and thought leadership on behalf of the agency, including the development of research studies. Whitney, welcome to Beyond Profit. Thank you, Ken. I'm really excited to be here today. So before I even get into the results of your study, I have to ask, did you yourself have any preconceived notions about how this whole thing played out? Were you seeing positive changes among businesses that maybe had you feeling more optimistic than perhaps a couple of years ago? I would say yes and no. I think certainly, you know, from a consumer perspective, that mandate for companies to lead with purpose continues to grow. That was certainly crystal clear when we got the results of our 10 tracker reports that we did over the spring and summer this year. But I wasn't I wasn't sure how this would play out among a C-suite audience. I've been tracking this space for more than a decade, and we've seen this movement continue to grow. We've seen many recent indicators that executives are leaning into purpose now more than ever, um, especially when you look at the 181 CEOs who signed a business roundtable statement on the purpose of a corporation last year, and of course, the annual CEO letters from Larry Fink that we continue to see. But as the pandemic unfolded, I was concerned that the health crisis, increasing economic uncertainty, combined that with social unrest, overall corporate risk, we would, we would see something different from executives. Maybe they would hit pause on some of their social and environmental issues and really just focus on short-term returns. And that's kind of similar to what we saw during the Great Recession, right? So I was cautious going into fielding that study, particularly looking at that executive mindset. And I'm happy to say I was pleasantly surprised by the results of the study. You listed many of the amazing data points from the study in your open. You know, 83% of executives say they feel an urgency for business to be a critical part of driving solutions for pressing issues today. And 88% saying now more than ever, companies must lead with purpose. And these results are really very much in lockstep with what we're seeing in our consumer data and also across our other stakeholder groups. So this is really, really promising stuff. So how were businesses talking about purpose even five years ago versus today? Is there anything that, you know, that stands out? And also, you know, was, I think you alluded to this, but was the pandemic a real inflection point in the purpose movement? I think when I look back five years ago, I think purpose was much more siloed. You know, it was a, a CSR initiative or a cause marketing program in a moment in time. It might have been an employee engagement program. I think now companies are, are moving towards embedding purpose deep into their brand Part of the entire experience of interacting with this brand and this company. And I do think the pandemic acted to reinforce the purpose of the importance of purpose, which showing how interconnected 
You mentioned the fact that purpose was siloed. Is the fact that CEOs took more of a stand, stepped up, have been at more companies the driving force behind purpose been the big difference maker? So as I mentioned at the top, your study found that a majority of businesses want to take a stand on social issues, which is great. Would you say this is a result of pressure from consumers or do you feel that businesses now realize that it's simply the right thing to do in this day and age or combination thereof? If you know, if you look back a couple of years, if employees just felt like they had to hold their tongue and, and now that I mean, that's not the case, they're not afraid to speak up and talk to their executives about taking a stand. Justice 
employee segment even more critical to the conversation. While taking a stand is all well and good, as we've said, your study pointed out that there are several obstacles in the way. What are those obstacles that prevent executives from addressing today's pressing issues? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's interesting because the same study said nearly three quarters of executives believe they have more responsibility than ever before to address social justice issues. But there are still so many barriers that executives are facing. So some of the ones that were cited in the study, in fact, the top two, you know, there are too many stakeholders all wanting different things, followed by concerns their company hasn't done enough to take a stand. So here we really see the complexity of the decisions that executives are faced with today in taking stands. You know, how do you balance the wants and needs of different stakeholders? Understanding it's, it's nearly impossible to please all stakeholders all the time. And further, you know, this recognition that maybe you haven't done enough, maybe you haven't done enough work around this issue to authentically lead in this space. I think these are valid concerns from companies and executives. You know, we actually have a process at Porter Novelli for helping to navigate these waters. We look at specific issues, we attach different weights based on the importance of different stakeholders in this conversation, a connection to the, the company's connection to that issue, and then that connection to the business. So this really helps executives dig in in a more analytical way in various issues and kind of understand when is appropriate to lean in and when might not be appropriate to lean in. Did your study, Whitney, also find there is widespread concern among CEOs about alienating their customer base as a result of taking a stand? mentioned that embedding purpose is one of the ways that executives can feel more comfortable about addressing pressing issues. Are there other ways that um, they should consider as well? I think there are a number of factors here. I think for more executives to feel comfortable in, in moving forward on these issues, again, we can revert back to increasing stakeholder pressure and those different stakeholders we discussed, consumers, investors, employees, communities. Also, this element that we touched on earlier around peer pressure and even at a senior level, that came through in our research, that, that need to kind of push other executives in the space, but not, not to be seen as a laggard as well and to form these coalitions. So helping to normalize this activity at the very senior levels of organizations. And we also know at Bernabelli through our partnership with Plan C Advisors that more and more of these conversations are actually happening at a board level as well. So thinking about that kind of top-down approach to normalizing, addressing pressing issues, I think that that will actually move us a long way. So you also have the mindset the board has to be tied in with these purposeful initiatives at companies.
I just want to point out another survey finding that I found particularly interesting, and that was that 91% of respondents said all stakeholders, including employees, communities, and customers, should factor into decisions, not just the investors. And that, as you know, is a huge sea change. So are businesses paying lip service, or are they truly becoming invested in a more collaborative approach now? I think a lot of us have pondered this. It made me reflect. There was a recent New York Times Sunday edition in the business section where they actually unpacked, you know, was Milton Friedman's statement on the purpose of a corporation even relevant anymore? On its, I think it was its 40th anniversary. So, so that's really interesting. We're basically redefining what it means to be a corporation. And I think when you look at our executive research, we see CEOs understanding there are myriad benefits to leading with purpose. And among them, heightened profitability. You touched on this earlier. 89% of CEOs say when companies lead with purpose, they have a competitive advantage in today's marketplace. And a further 85% report that being purpose-driven actually drives profit. But again, when asked those benefits across the board, executives are citing reputational benefits, improvements to re- employee recruitment and retention, increased consumer trust and loyalty, differentiation. So I do think that this is more than list service at this point. Purpose is not just a nice to do. It's also a sound business strategy. So you listed some of the benefits there, like retention, et cetera. Are those the ways that companies are measuring their purposeful efforts or are they going deeper than that? Yeah, I mean, we're seeing clients take a measurement approach to purpose in a lot of different ways, looking at some of those those softer elements like employee recruitment and retention, certainly, but even unpacking that even further to productivity, likelihood to recommend their employer, all of those sorts of elements. Then, of course, looking at the consumer lens, trust, loyalty, again, likelihood to recommend, defend that company on social media or even advocate for it, some of the measures, and then going even further to direct, like, is this impacting our bottom line? How can we how can we tie these purpose-driven initiatives to increase in revenue? We're seeing that as well. So we've heard that purposeful companies are more innovative, they're more creative than companies that are not purposeful. Is that what you're seeing in your research and work with your clients? I think recently on this exact topic. And what she said is that purpose provides consistency, clarity, and constraint. But I really like this topic of clarity. And when you have that clearly articulated and operationalized purpose, it is the prism through which all of your business activities take place. And it really allows you to more swiftly make decisions for your Mm -hmm. brand and feel confident in those decisions because you know who you are as an organization and what you stand for. I think that was certainly playing out at the onset of the COVID-19 crisis. We saw brands be able to take swift action because they knew who they were as organizations. Those that didn't have a clearly defined purpose maybe had to think a little harder about the decisions they were making and if it was in alignment with their brand. But to touch in a little bit further on this topic of innovation and creativity, I'll dive in on one point specifically, which is around how diversity and inclusion can actually lead to innovation and creativity in companies. And there's some really cool research out there on this topic. One study I found looked at 3,000 companies and actually found that companies that fulfill what they deemed as nine positive diversity requirements actually announced an average of two extra products in any given year. So doubling the average of a major company. And of course, innovation and creativity also leads to profitability and longevity. So that same study found that companies with pro-diversity policies were more resilient in terms of their innovation during the 2008 financial crisis. Another analysis from the Wall Street Journal looking at S&P 500 companies, those companies that had strong 
to hit on something you mentioned just earlier about the importance of clarity. How do you ensure that you have that clarity as an organization? Does that go back to making sure that you embed purpose throughout the organization? Is that what promotes clarity? I think it does because certainly when we're talking about purpose, this is more than activation. This is about strategy. So the first step in the process is really understanding who you are as an organization. And that should really act again as that filter or that prism. People call it a North Star for how your brand acts. At Porter Novelli, we actually have a process. It's called Find, Live, Tell. And this helps our clients kind of go through that entire journey. So the first step is really finding and uncovering your company's purpose or reason for being. Then under Live, this is where you really operationalize that purpose. Programs, policies, strategies, and of course, those actions. And then, then and really only then, you get to that tell part. So it's part of the strategy and the execution, but you can't walk, or excuse me, you can't talk until you walk. So really helping our clients, again, find clarity in who they are as an organization. So that can filter through to the decisions that are being made and the actions that are being taken. Sure. I'd like to talk a little bit about the role that agencies play in this whole purpose movement and, you know, how, how they can make purpose core to what they do. Again, I think it goes back to that element of fine life tell, right? And helping a brand or a company uncover their unique purpose. And certainly in recent years, more companies have been called out for purpose washing or performative statements, um, as we touched on earlier. So agencies really need to help their clients along that journey in first discovering their unique purpose and then really living it, making sure that it's it's filtered through the whole organization and the programs and the policies, again, that's a critical part. So agencies, yes, we talk a lot about marketing and communication, but a lot of the work that we're doing here is that preparation, the strategy, the, the journey to kind of uncover who this organization is. That's a really critical part of the role that I think agencies need to continue to play moving forward so that we can have really robust purpose programs and strategies and, and then communications, of course. Is that a new model for Porter Novelli? Maybe not new, but perhaps the past few years where, you know, when working with clients, purpose is always at the heart of what you do for your clients? Yeah, exactly. It's embedded in almost every single project we work on. You know, a company might come to us and say, hey, we want a PR campaign. And we might say, let's take a step back and figure out, do you have the the assets in place to be able to activate on this? Or do you have the programs and policies to activate on this? So that's been a really, really part of So lastly, Winnie, I just want to ask as you look to the future, is there anything that excites you about what you're seeing in the purpose front? I think there is a lot to be excited about. There is no question 2020 has been an extremely difficult year for companies, but certainly on an individual level for all of us. But I do feel optimistic. I think we're at a turning point right now, and I've been waiting a long time for this moment, as I know many others have too. I think this environment of 2020 has propelled many companies to think about these issues and how their business is not only impacted by them, but also how they can be effective in creating solutions. I think some companies felt a little bit on the back foot this year. They were confronted with myriad crises where they may not have felt prepared. And now they're taking a look and saying, what do we need to do to be prepared for these conversations in the future? So I think a lot of the progress is going to come over these these next few years. And what excites me, I think, the most about this is that purpose is going to continue to mainstream. And that is a really positive 
that's, that's great to hear. And it sounds like that there's actually a silver lining from this whole pandemic. Yeah, I think so. I'm optimistic. I think it's raised a lot of really good questions for companies to think about, and hopefully they activate on them. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for sharing the results of your study and providing some great insights and for joining me in Beyond Profit. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be a part of this. Okay, until next time, thanks for listening.